I have to tell the people about the Patreon. Yes, you do. Patreon.com slash SMDB. SMDB, like so many damn books. For just a dollar, you can join up and you get access to all the exclusive content that I record just for the Patreon. Also, you get to join the book club. The So Many Damn Books book club. It's been some of the best conversations I've had about books. It really always sounds like a blast. I usually like come home and just hear like giggles coming from the library. So it's a great time. You should join. And I would love to have more people join the fray. You may or may not know that Christopher runs this whole show himself on the hosting side, on the technical side, everything. This is a one-man show, truly. He does it all. Support your boy Christopher. Even at the dollar level really helps. So uh, join up patreon.com slash smdb i'd love to have you patreon.com slash smdb on with the show and it is exactly what you think it's sort of like torch passing sort of thing do they really pass a torch no they ride horses together at one point so many so many so many damn books should we start the show? Sure. Uh, I'm Christopher. I'm Drew. And you are listening to So Many Damn Books. Thank you for joining us. How's everybody doing out there? Uh, we've had a stellar run of awesome guests. Yeah. It's been a while since I've just been It's just been the two of us. We keep looking over to the empty space of like, uh, uh. uh. <laughs> you said this last time. That's not true. I did? Anyway, welcome to So Many Damn Books. We don't have a guest, and that's fine. No, the guest the guest is you if you're in New York City. Or if you've read Americana. Yes. Uh, because that's actually a huge amount of you anyway. Indeed. A lot of people have read that book. Yeah, and it, it's kind of funny that neither of us had done so. I think what's really funny about that is, um, you know, people just voted on what book that... And I really think people were like, which one of these have I read? <laughs> yeah. I don't want more homework. Yeah. I'm a New Yorker. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm a New Yorker. Oh, nice. Great. Is that bad? That was, no, it was good. It was good. Genuinely, genuinely, it was good. Speaking of New York, we mm-hmm. all love shopping. Mm-hmm. What'd you buy? What did I buy? Why don't you tell me what you bought? I swung by local fan fave community bookstore to pick up the latest issue of McSweeney's, uh, issue number 49. Wow. It's cover stories. They asked a bunch of writers to cover some of their favorite short stories. Wow. Yeah. Um, Weird. Yeah. It's it. I'm really excited by it. I mean, uh, I like covers. We do it every Halloween with the new Moose Masquerade Ball, and we cover a record. And this is the same idea. It's like we love this story. What What does it mean for an author to take a story that they love and put their own spin on it? Mm. Um, and it's, I, a, it's a good lineup too. It's like Roxanne Gay, Lauren Groff, T.C. Boyle. Wow. Yeah, I can't wait. I guess when McSweeney's comes a knocking. Yeah. Okay, now it's you. So I got invited to the One Story Debutante Ball, uh, which is great because they give out books as door prizes. So nice. I didn't actually have to buy anything. Um, but so they, the way that they do this is these authors who were f- who first published a story in their lit mag in One Story, mm-hmm. they are celebrating their first novel or their first book cool. that came out in the like previous year. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. And they all bring their a mentor that like they 
and that's who like walks them down the aisle and gives <laughs> them away to literary society. Cool. And everyone was all dressed up, and uh, they actually invited me to uh, make the cocktail for the event. Oh, which nice! Which is pretty cool. But I picked up everything that was there. But um, what's immediately going to jump on top of my to read list is Idaho by Emily Ruskovich hmm, and cool. uh, Marlena by Julie Bunton. Those were two of the deb Debs that were there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, great writers, great dancers. Nice. All of them. I like to know it. It's good <laughs> to, yeah. You know, um, it's a really cool event and I got to make the drink for it, which was really cool. So, uh, we're not actually drinking it because, you know, we're trying to treat ourselves better since this is Sunday morning. It's Sunday morning. <laughs> it's been a rough weekend so far. It has, it has been rough. Um, <laughs> so this is, we're just drinking seltzer, but that night, um, uh, a few days ago, it was, uh, well, I'm not going to tell you guys because we're going to put that up on our Patreon. Patreon. Yeah, we launched a Patreon. Yeah, uh, that's uh, pretty cool. It is cool. We'll tell you more about that later. Yes. So lots of cities have, have done this thing where they get together and pick a book. Mm -hmm. And the idea is that the entire populace is going to read it. And I don't think New York has ever officially done it. We have commented in the past on... Uh, when like people were reading Goldfinch Yeah, by and Donna you just Tart, see everybody reading it. Or, uh, you know, Ferrante Fever when that gripped the city. Right. <laughs> um, this is the first time it was organized. Uh, the mayor's office teamed up with BuzzFeed, mm -hmm. our friends at BuzzFeed. It's too bad they didn't team up with us. We could have wandered around shoving books in people's <laughs> Just, hands. Yeah, doing a thing. <laughs> uh, but no, that's fine. BuzzFeed books, sure. Go with them. <laughs> um, and go with them. Like you were saying earlier, there were five books to choose from. There were a few books to choose from. Yeah, I um, I voted for something different, but I was glad that. What did you vote for? I voted for um, a tree grows in Brooklyn. <gasps> Me too. Just because I, I haven't read it. it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I hadn't read this either. Um. But I, I felt like I needed more of a kick in the pants to read. <laughs> uh, yeah, agreed. A tree grows in Brooklyn for whatever reason. But now that I feel that, I'm going to just, I'm going to do it. Nice. Well done. Yeah, I was happy to have the kick in the pants to finally read this too. Yeah, that's true. It, uh, Americana by Chimamanda Ngozi Adichie. Yeah. Um, um, I read uh, Half a Yellow Sun. Oh, yeah. One of her earlier novels. And I, I liked it. I wasn't crazy about it. But I heard this was the one where everybody's like, this book is just, it's a masterpiece. Um, I wondered if some some of that is because the book is so um, part and parcel with the internet. It's really, um, yeah. it's really internet friendly. And she has the um, the main character of the book, uh, Ifa Melu. She, uh, if you haven't read it, she uh, becomes a famous blogger. Um, yeah, it's it's really well rendered too. Like so often you're reading about and you're like, man, this author's never seen a blog in their life. Yeah. And this you're like, oh yeah, this feels exactly like the story of a of a real blogger. When when did you start connecting to it? Pretty much right off the bat as I as so the the novel is largely about um, Ifemelu and Obinze, these two Niger, they grow up together in Nigeria, uh, and Ifa comes to New York. Mm -hmm. Um, the Zed, as he ends up being known, 
doesn't quite make it. He doesn't quite make it over to the States. He ends up in London for a while and he ends up back in Nigeria. And it's the two of them are sort of like not quite star crossed lovers. uh, But the novel is about the two of them going down sort of parallel tracks in life. Right. And and it's, it's sort of, sets up that it's going to be it seems like it might be a 50 50 thing but it's not it's uh, not it's definitely more like an uh, 70 30 or even sometimes 80 20 yeah um that it's really ifa melu's story sometimes she goes into obinze's mind and and his perspective um but it's really more to support the main thrust of ifa melu right and i i really liked so the novel opens with her uh going to get her hair done in right. trenton i mean that's actually the forward timeline of the novel yeah is almost all her sitting there getting, getting her hair and like flashing back and that the first time that flashback happened and it was a huge chunk and i i was like oh yeah this is great and then it when it briefly comes back to the present yeah. i was like oh shit i love this yeah there were so much many things in this book that were really funny to me one of them, because it is a very funny book. Yeah, totally. Um, you know, she really plays, plays, or or and and it seems truthful. I mean, and there's there's even as I'm talking about this, of course, like one of the things that um, you always want to do with something like this is to see if it's autobiographical at all. Mm-hmm. If you're trying to see like how much of this is her her life, um, because it it does seem so lived in in that way. But of course, you're not really supposed to do that right you're supposed to separate the two but she even sort of addresses that in the um in the novel like there's people discussing novels and and the ones that have autobiographical <laughs> details yeah. and how they had to be written as novels because if you had written them as a memoir people would said it was unbelievable right um and there's also like a a white girl character that gets her hair done in dreads um at one point and she thinks that she understands like a a a novel about Africa better than Ifa Melu. Yeah. Um, because she read it without the emotional attachment. Yeah. God, the, like the levels of commentary that happen throughout the book are, there's so many of them and you, it, you can enjoy it on every single one. Mm-hmm. Like the, the commentary that suffuses the entire, the first two thirds of the book really about race in America mm-hmm. is it's ever more timely kind of unfortunately, I guess. Uh, but also then the way that she dives down into these little paths that like you can imagine that white girl's story mm-hmm. and how and she writes so much in so little amount of time that you right. get this they're never cartoons yeah it's it's which it could be with like how how many characters come in and out of this thing yeah um, it's a big like almost Dickensian cast at times. <laughs> So the title Americana is not revealed until I guess about that two thirds of the way when she finally gets back to Nigeria. Um, and all of a sudden it, it, the frame for the book snapped into place for me when she got back and everybody's talking about like, ah, you have changed. America has changed you. And now you're coming back. You're like, you're not quite American, but you also don't fit here anymore. That was a very beautiful part of the novel actually. And, um, was that group she finds mm-hmm. of fellow like we're back in uh Nigeria but we w- miss America. Yeah, it's like not quite an expat. It's like a re 
repat, I guess. Yeah. Uh, group. Yeah. And they, uh, they, uh, and she, as she's complaining about things, she's annoyed at herself because it's like admitting this change. Yeah. Uh, and then she gets to have another perspective on it by also including the blog post she ends up to write about oh, yeah. it, which is just like very beautiful, like to have to to have worked that structure of putting in the blog posts that she could sort of be didactic for a little bit was um was a really interesting little way of of having plot and emotional connection and then being able to also like kind of make a point further um, yeah that maybe maybe is already on the surface for you as a reader but like having it said to you through that blogger voice was really um satisfying yeah the book um the book is satisfying. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's just one of those big books that even it has its flaws. Certainly. Mm-hmm. Um, I was not, I was not crazy about the like kind of happy ending. Yeah. I, I it, it's, it's a long book, like you were saying. Um, and it's got so much pleasure in it that it really, it really, it was only when the book was finished and done. And, and I was thinking about how I enjoyed the experience mm-hmm. that I start like looking back and starting like, Maybe going like going over more with a fine tooth comb and realizing that there were some things that I didn't like too. Yeah, um, because it's, it's, kind of nice. it's such a good spell. Yeah, um, and really the stuff that I was looking back over, it's just sort of the same thing. Um, that there's like the last, I don't know, I don't, I, I don't know pages because I of course listen to this. Ah, uh, yes. Um, uh, uh, thanks, courtesy of the city of New York, right? Yeah, that was actually really cool. The it's free right now for anybody uh to to go on scribd s-c-r-i-b-d.com and the um the person is great because there are a lot of accents in this yeah and um you know hearing this she's i think her like main reading voice is is actually british huh but she goes into everybody's um and this is ajua andola um she's a great reader cool i really recommend listening to it because there are so many accents um and and ways that she's get, gives um characterization to people mm-hmm. um it's really cool but yeah so those last i don't know 40 minutes or so yeah looking back at 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 obinze's relationship with his wife mm-hmm. and i don't know it just seemed like there was a lot of um of explanation of why it's okay for him to maybe not love his wife yeah um, which was, which just felt sort of, that was the only thing that felt, I don't know, tacked on and not part of the story. And I think it was because it was the thing that was furthest from Ifa Melu was um, Obinze's relationship with his right. wife. Yeah, we spend so much time with her and really get to know her and her world and her life that he does become secondary. And then to go one step further to like have him dealing with something else, mm-hmm. it did feel like there wasn't as much focus given the book exists uh in so much of a like painting the present moment mm-hmm. um or I, guess, I mean it's not the present moment it's 2008 pretty much oh and uh, isn't it beautiful to be reading about <sighs> the excitement of barack obama yeah oh my god the election night thing just brought back vivid memories of like the party that i threw it was beautiful i i couldn't believe uh there was a really gorgeous 
thing where basically a relationship that she's having lasts longer. Yeah, because <laughs> because of... they both love Obama so much and they find this like passion for their politician, <laughs> like something that can light their fire again. Yeah. What do you think about this like this idea of having everybody in a city read this read a book together? Because obviously, plenty of people don't and have no idea that it's happening. Of course. Even with Times Square posters. Mm-hmm. I think it's really cool. Um, I think it's really cool that it's this particular book for, for our city right now. Yeah. Um, of just like really try, try to know the people around you. Mm-hmm. Um that's something that I was really struck by is just like there, there is a very strong sense of community in this book. Yeah. Um, and God, we need to stick together in that way. And I think that that's great. Um, I have not had the thing yet of seeing someone reading the book. Me neither. I wonder if to your point, there is something about the idea of like, everyone was like, every, everybody read this book when it came out. Yeah. Like you and I are late to the party. We definitely are. Um, I do know that there have been, I have not attended any of them partially because my life has been bananas for the last two months. Mm -hmm. Um, There have been a bunch of events. They had like a calendar of the, every library in the city did something at some point. There Mm -hmm. were parties at housing works at strand at the parish review offices. Oh yeah. Even there was a salon. Um, I think that's I think that's cool. The idea that like so many I wish it could go further. I hope next time this comes around because I hope it does come around again. Yeah. Honestly, I hope we do it every year. Mm-hmm. Um, but to go even further and like have New York Magazine and the New Yorker and other publications like have everybody in the city do something with it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just I'm also just relieved. I I liked it. <laughs> Sure. Because can you, if I didn't like it, and it's just, it's really hard to dislike the thing that everyone likes, but this would be a particularly hard one to figure out, like, how to how to state your dislike for this one, because people love it. Yeah. And it's, um, and it's so lovable. It'd be really, it would have been really sad to dislike it. Yeah, totally. I want to talk a little bit more about the Patreon before we get to our recommendations. Totally. Um, I just want to explain where, what you, what happens. We have only three tiers. Yeah. Uh, so a dollar gets you access to things like that Deb Ball drink recipe. Fun um, other posts from us. We're going to do like a, we're going to do episode so, notes. And uh like a reading journal. Yeah, oh, and the off weeks. Uh-huh. Uh, and all of that can be yours for just $1. For off. $1. Uh, for $5, we will also um, read your recommendation for of a book on the air. Yep. So if you're at the $5 level, we'll, um, we'll contact you about that. Uh, and then the, the $10 level. The $10 level. The Supreme, you're really helping us do the show making it possible we should come up with like a fun name uh-huh you know not right now not right now but if you have suggestions let us know uh-huh um but that 10 bucks uh a month and if you have to stay stay up on it for three months for us uh and uh, we'll send you something once a quarter yeah we'll just send you something in the mail something cool something bookish and fun um 
and uh, looking at looking at some of the things that we have here that we've already started talking about like oh yeah that'd be cool yeah um and uh you know maybe postcards with recipes on them uh maybe you know enamel pins yeah we've got a lot of ideas for cool things like the more money that you guys give us the more things that we're going to do with it yeah and we've we've been clear about this in the past we said this when we were doing shirts you know we have really fought to keep this show advertisement free Mm -hmm. like this current moment accepted i suppose and we really appreciate really even the dollar helps um yeah it's huge that's twelve dollars a year and that's you know that's that's hosting for a month yeah it's um you know, we uh, we hope you guys love the show as much as we do, and we really appreciate it. Yeah, we really, it, it means a lot that some of you have already signed up, and we are going to make sure not to let you down. Yeah. So let's recommend some books. Hell yeah. Let's do our thing, man. Let's, let's do it. You go. What are you okay, recommending? Okay, I'm going to recommend... I'm actually going to recommend an idea for another uh, one book, New York book. Oh, good. yeah, good idea. Uh, Jonathan Latham's Chronic City. <laughs> it's like it's much weirder, but it is it is such a resolutely New York book. It is sort of a weird, twisted New York. It has considerations of whether or not we might be living in a computer simulation Mm -hmm. which is an actual article that adam gopnik wrote for the new yorker that he got paid to write for the new yorker (laughs) like a couple weeks ago um so it feels very timely the second avenue subway has kind of been a part of it has been completed Mm -hmm. and the book talks about like coming to the end of the second avenue is a whole it's, it's just a great new york book but it is also irreverent and stoned Mm -hmm. and I think it'd be fun to see like everybody in New York read something that feels r- really New York-y. Yeah. 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 And also it's a great book. It's one of my favorite books. Awesome. How about you? Um, I'm going to re- recommend uh, a book that could be a good one book New York book as well. Cool. Um, E.L. Konigsberg's um, From the Mixed Up Files of Mrs. Basilie Frank Weiler. It's been in the news a little bit. I think it's there's some anniversary-ish something going on with it. Um, but I guess the book was actually um, inspired by a trip that she took to the Met that oh. she saw um, she saw some popcorn like on the other side of the of a velvet rope and she was like how did that popcorn get there <laughs> someone's sleeping there and eating popcorn on that bed amazing that's awesome um and uh that was enough for her to start the whole idea and it's just i mean i i love this book i read it really recently and it was a great place to to it took like two seconds but it was a great um picture of the city and a different time where yeah. It was celebrated to have children <laughs> run away from home. <laughs> a simpler time. A simpler time. Oh, goodness. All right, cool. Well, listen, uh, New York, we're still reading. And we hope you will, too. Yeah, joining us. Join, joining us next time. I don't know why I said joining. <laughs> uh, but we have some really cool people coming up. It's going to be a fun summer.
because that's our on the way out. I thought we were going to do the, all of the levels and stuff. I thought we were going to do that on the way out. No, I thought we were doing that now. I thought we were doing it later. Why, why later? Ocean wind is it?